0: What is it you've always known should be possible, but have never been able to find? Welcome to the Access Consciousness radio show, where we give you the tools to change anything you cannot change and create everything you desire in a different and easier way. Now here is your host, Dr. Andrew Gardella.
1: Good afternoon, good evening. Good morning. I guess if you're listening in Australia, uh, we're live. We're live today. So yes, you can call in if you want to. You can talk to me in person. Um, that is, if you're listening live. If you're listening out, you know, past the point, then you you can't do that. So, but there you go. Um, anyways, uh, today, what are we talking about? Today, it's the title of the show is Access Consciousness? Question mark. So, what is Access Consciousness? You know, I realized. We've done a lot of shows and we haven't really done like a new person show or uh, I guess a relatively new person show or like a beginner, beginning show or I don't know. So I wanted to do that today because you know why? Because I'm in charge and I can do whatever I want. So, so yeah. So there we go. An origin story, if you will. You know, if we were doing... Um, <laughs> A superhero comic book you know you got to have your origin story you need a good origin story too um but anyways so what is access consciousness well access consciousness was started over 25 years ago by gary douglas as many of you know and what really led to the creation of access was that um gary wanted a different life and he he realized that some somehow, some way he got to the, to the awareness or the res- realization that he, he needed a different life or he wanted a different life and he wasn't really seeing anything out there. And he tried everything that was out there, you know, that, that it came across, hoping that it would get him a different result. And then, but it wasn't. Um, and so, you know, on Gary's adventure, he started channeling cause he thought that was cool. I and mean, you guys don't know what channeling is. That's like allowing another entity to speak for you. Um, yeah, it's very weird, but it's very funny to hear Gary talk about it. And so he started channeling it and working on developing his psychic abilities. And in, in doing so, Gary started really started to realize that he would become aware of where people were really limiting themselves and what they could do, like if they could just get rid of this limitation. They could change everything, but they would come to him and they would ask for what color should he paint? Should they paint this room or their house or something? So they weren't interested in really changing their lives. They were looking at uh, changing a room. So anyways, um, Gary got to, at some point, I, you know, I don't know the timeline and Gary has told it many times, but I always jumble it up because everything's jumbled in my head. Um, but he, he he really, like one time he, he started looking down and he was like, he, he started asking questions. And he, he asked the question of, okay, so, so what would I like my life to be like? And really started looking at, okay, I would like something that is fun, that's always changing, that makes this amount of money, um, that I make this amount of money each year, that you, you know, um, is empowering people and his list went on and he got the energy of that. Um, cause what Gary realized is, you know, from being a psychic is that everything, you know, what we talk about is everything has an energy to it. And so when he asked that question, he became aware of an energy that showed up that and that energy. And so he realized if you, you know, if you get an energy of something, you choose something that matches that energy and then guess what shows up what you're asking for. Cause that's how it works. So um shortly thereafter asking that question and, and looking at all of that, Gary got a phone call um of someone who was in New York and Gary was living in Santa Barbara at the time. And they asked him if he could channel for a massage. Gary's like, what what do you mean? Do you wanna give me a massage and I channel? Do you want like me to massage you while I'm channeling? Do you do you, do you, what, what do you, like, how do you want to do this? Um, and the guy said, no, no, no. I just want you to channel and tell my massage therapist where to touch my, like where to touch and do and how to do the massage. And Gary's like, oh, okay. Um, and Gary realized that, you know, even though it was strange and odd request, um, that it, it matched the energy of what he was asking for with those questions. And so he, he got on the plane, went there and channeled for the massage and what came out of that is access bars and so the entity he was channeling after he finished that um gary (laughs) it's, it's very funny to hear gary sell it And so i'm probably not doing it justice um we need to work on my storytelling skills but anyway so after after he got the massage he was walking down the street and the entity was like this is a class you dummy and whap hit him upside the head and like to the point where Gary could feel and Gary's like, Oh, okay. Like I get it. And he's like, no, what? This is a class you done. And he's like, okay, I'll do it right when I get home. And, and so Gary like called up some friends and he was like, Hey, I'm teaching a class. And they're like, okay, so what is the class on? He's like, um, consciousness. And they're like, okay, how much is it? Gary's like, um, $75. They're like, okay, how long is it? He's like, uh, it was, and he said like two or three nights. Factually, I don't know if I'm correct on that, you know, but anyways, and so that was actually the first bars class that Gary taught. And what, what Gary realized is why does it get the name of the bars? Well, because it felt like there was these bars in people's heads that ran through their heads. And so they called it bars because that's what it was like. And then, um, also Gary started asking people what they got out of it. And people kept saying, oh, well, it, it seems like I have more access to me or more access to things. And Gary's like, oh, access. And he's like, okay, access consciousness. And from there access consciousness was, more, yay. Um, from the, from the question of Gary, that Gary asked. And you know, it's, it, it's evolved and changed and mutated uh, since then. Um, but you know the the basics still saying the same. So really, what is access consciousness? Well, access consciousness is about ch- its tools, techniques, processes to change anything that that to change anything. So you can create a life that actually works for you. And you know we talk about the tagline is all of life comes to me with ease, and glory. One tagline, and the other is empowering people to actually know that they know. So it's about um, getting people to see that they know what works for them in their own life. They might not, not that, you know, someone else knows what works for you. It's that you know, because you are an infinite being. And what does that mean? Well, that means you be, know, perceive and receive infinitely. And so um, anyways, origin story part one, mixed in with other stuff. And then, you know, like, um, so Gary was doing these classes and the funny thing was, he was doing all these classes, and he talks about, you know, in the first day of class, people would take notes. Because at the time, um, and if you, you've ever met Gary, he's, like, notes and manuals and things, they're not his forte. Like, that's not something he cares about. Or class recordings, even. These are all things that were developed by other people coming in the class, being like, this is a good idea. And Gary was like, okay. But in his first, like, Gary was doing it for Jesus. I don't know, um, maybe close to, to uh, seven years or something. And over the class of doing these classes, Gary kept seeing that and, and was aware of that people weren't really getting it. And what does he mean? Well, he would see people get this thing, hear this tool, see how they could change their life. Oh, okay. And then they would walk out and then they would go right back to where they were before. And so Uh, you know, Gary has talked about how people would like over the course of like a four-day class, people would take notes. And on the first day, Gary would look at the notes at the end of the the first day of class, and they would be 80% incorrect, like not even accurate to to what he was saying. And then he would look at the second day notes, and they'd be like 60% incorrect. And then the next day, they would be have 40% incorrect. And then the last day they would be like, you know, 80% correct or something. So it's, you know, we have all these points of views and these filters and all the things that actually determine what we're hearing or rather what we're not hearing perhaps and perhaps. So anyways, so Gary was, you know, frustrated as obviously you have this amazing thing. No one seems to get it. And so he asked a question of the universe. He's like, how long, before someone actually receives what I have to offer or what this is. And he got three years and he's like, oh, okay. So, and little, lo and behold, very odd and strange, um, about three years to that day or around in that time period, um, Dane showed up to classes. Dane here, Dr. Dane here went to his first class. And if you guys haven't heard Dane talk about how he found access, he was at a point in his life where he just wasn't very happy. And he, he was, um, you know, he had already said, okay, universe, like, you know, like he'd planned a date to commit suicide. And he was like, you know, if you still want me here, like, show me, like, show me how to get happy or, you know, like what's going to change, like change this. And then he was looking in the classifieds and he saw a little, little, like very small ad that said all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory call shannon and dane was like what the hell is this this stupid thing and he got upset and threw it away and then the next week he saw it again in the ad and he's like all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory call shannon and dane was like uh, and and he realized was you know w- when you react to something strongly like whether you you really when you really hate it or it terrifies you or something um, there's probably something for you. Cause he too, like Gary had tried everything under the sun and nothing seemed to work for him. He would get happy for a little bit, but he couldn't stay happy and he would have lost his space, but then it would feel like, you know, later in the week, he would be compressed back down. So he called Shannon and um set up for his first bar session because he was like whatever and so from when he got his bars on he started la- laughing and giggling throughout the whole bar session and yeah long story short now fast forward because I don't don't want to talk about it anymore especially because it's their point of view well my point of view about their point of view I don't know anyways I have a little bit of energy I had like, a Coke today and like a Starbucks cookie mocha frappuccino thing that has a surprising amount of caffeine. And I haven't had a lot of caffeine lately. So, you know, it's like a nice sugar rush. So anyways, Dane did that. And then, um, Shannon, the Shannon he happened to call was Gary's stepdaughter, Shannon O'Hara. And, and so Shannon was talking about Dane and how he's a chiropractor. And, and how amazing like his body work was and suggested that Gary, who was in a lot of pain at the time, should meet Dane and get a session from him. So Gary called up Dane and, and said, and Dane at the time was doing network chiropractic. And at that time, there was three stages of network chiropractic, I guess. And so, <laughs> so so Gary said, look, the first two levels of that don't work on me. You need to go to right to level three. And Dane was like, Um, and Dane who happened, did not know level three or just started learning that he's like, okay, sure. And Gary, you know, from Gary's side of the story, he knew Dane was lying, but went and anyways. And so Gary showed up at his office and Dane was like, not sure what to do. And since he didn't know that level or it just started and Gary said to him, look, just ask my body what it would like. and, And you'll know what to do. And so Dane started working on him and doing all of this weird stuff with his hands and moving across the room and Gary's body started jumping around the fish. And that's where, you know, that was the first ESB session. So there you go. There's a synopsis origin story, but why did I go into this? Well, one of the things that I looked at too, cause um, we're going to be coming to a break shortly anyways, but you know, for what is it that actually creates, you know, with myself or with a lot of people when they find access, well, what is it that actually creates that? Well, the demand for change, you actually demanding to change it, you know, Gary, when he started, he made a demand of himself that he was like, like there, he knew there had to be something else there out else out there that, or something else that was possible that he just wasn't seeing in the world, even though he knew it was there. And the same thing with Dane, you know, he's like, like, there had to be something else out there possible. So, how many of you out there know something else is possible and haven't demanded of yourself to have it or create it or choose it? So, everything that is, times a godzillion, we destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Mm. So, how many of you guys out there know that something else is possible and haven't demanded of yourself to choose it or have decided that it's not really possible because no one else can see it? So, you just must be crazy. Everything that is times a Godzilla will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh, that's got some good charts. because, you know, what we so often talk about is with the empowering people to know that they know, it's, it's like you know something that's unique to you. And you, if you are the only one on the entire world that knows it and you're not choosing it, then no one else gets to know it either. What do I mean? Well, just imagine what, like, if, you're, if you've been doing access classes for a while. Um, and if you haven't like access consciousness is in 176 or 77 countries at this point. Um, so it's all, all over the world. There's lots of global, I don't know how many people are in the database, but I know the website gets about a million views or hits a month or maybe more. No, I don't know. But you know, that's, that's a little bit of a, a big change in movement and possibility and has lots of information for people. So all of that and you know, like myself included, like if Gary doesn't actually choose to, to ask for and choose to get what he knows, none of that actually gets created. Whoa! so what are you not choosing that you're the only one capable of choosing that if you chose it would change the entire world and everything that is times a godzillion will be destroying and uncreate them. right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and yachts. And with that, it's time for a break. And if you're like, what's that crazy phrase that Andrew's saying? I will, after the break, we'll explain that and cover that too. Because me going in a linear order is not going to work. So we'll be back after this short break.
2: Live up to your fullest potential.
0: This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What if age is just a point of view you lock into your body, and you can start undoing the judgment with one simple body process? Welcome to the Access Energetic Facelift, a wonderful way to rejuvenate the face and reverse the signs of aging without surgery and invasive treatment. The gentle, soothing touch applied to your face and neck works with your body's cells to restore, enliven, and rejuvenate. What if you could dissipate everything you've judged about your face? Once you do and eliminate the judgments, the body has the space to regenerate itself and the benefits are not just skin deep. The Access Facelift also helps you to look differently, act differently, feel differently and create more ease, joy and glory in your body and life. The Access Energetic Facelift. Find out more at accessconsciousness.com forward slash facelift.
3: Man up, tone it down, be a real man. What does that even mean? It's no wonder men are confused on the roles they are meant to play in today's society. Return of the Gentleman is the latest book by Dr. Dane here, where he addresses what it means to be a real man, beyond the box and stereotypes. You know, a gentleman introduces a a really cool and totally different and kind of amazing concept that as a man you can be kind and caring, you can also be potent, you can have women's backs, believe in women's rights and still be sexual and still be attracted to them. It's where you actually get to be all of you. It's the you that you've always known that you were. The Return of the Gentleman is really about you willing to be you and liking the man in the mirror. When you allow yourself to be all of who you be, you become an invitation to something greater in the world. You become a gentleman. Get your copy of the new book now, returnofthegentleman.com Welcome to the Baby Dragon Manifesto, the fire-breathing sequel to the Baby Unicorn Manifesto, authored by Dr. Dane here and me, Katrina Valentin. Not everyone is born a unicorn. Some people are dragons, fire, flames and all, and these people explore and change the world by setting it ablaze. The Baby Dragon Manifesto tells the inspiring story of a new baby dragon and its journey of self-discovery through failure and fumble awkwardness and authenticity. Beautifully illustrated, the Baby Dragon Manifesto empowers with one key question. What if your difference is your gift and your wrongness is a strength? You can buy the book at thebabydragonmanifesto.com.
2: Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice
0: America Empowerment. You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in one 346 That is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the show. So we're doing origin story today i should have called it origin story instead of. now i get the creative idea maybe i'll have to go rename the show like edit post edit you know because i i can do that maybe i don't know if i can um anyways so what are we talking about oh so i was using the access clearing statement and before the show you know that right and wrong getting bad pun talk all night and well what is that well it's like a magic wand it can just change everything. Do you need to know what Andrew is saying? No. If you would like to know what I'm saying, though, you can check out theclearingstatement.com. And there's a nice video and explanation of it by Dr. Dane here. And you can really get to it. All you need to know is that it's a way of undoing your the limitations energetically. So it's it goes to the place of where you actually created those things and undoes them. And what do I mean undoes them? Well, it's your choice that created them. And what does that mean? Well, somewhere, somehow, some way, whether you consciously knew it or unconsciously did it, you chose something. And that's creating all the crap that's showing up in your life. And so if you can go, if you can change where you chose that or undo it, you know, then everything in your life can change. And yeah, so that's why we use the clearing state um where to go from here oh I know what so um Ooh. so anyways so you can use the clearing statement with anything there's lots of people that um for funny stories um with um, people using it, like they didn't know what it was, but they recorded. it. Someone was a personal trainer and they recorded it. And so they were, the, the person was trying to lift weights and couldn't get this weight. And they said, hold on. And they played the clearing statement a couple of times. And then the person was actually able to lift the weights. Or there's other things that are very funny where people say, you know, they, they have their own version of the clearing statement that doesn't actually use the correct words, but uses like, like, um, Cupcakes, bonbons, and Beyonce's or something. I don't know what they say. At this point, I forgot. But it still works. Why? Well, because it's about the energy. And so you can use it. You could even say Andrew's magical clearing phrase, and that works too. The idea is once you have the energy of it, because it's always about the energy, then the words aren't really important. You could be like that thing I'm supposed to use when I'm stuck. That helps me get unstuck. Boom. Um, and that that's what actually creates you changing it and undoing it. So, yeah. And for, like I said, if you want more information, there's about a 20 minute explanation or so on the video of the clearingstatement.com. Cause it's, it's like in access, we like to use lots of short speak and to shorten things to make them easier. So the clearing statement is actually developed over the, the, well, I guess Gary developed it over 20 years of like the first 20 years. And so it was much longer back in the day, much, much longer. It was like paragraphs and typing out, you know, I look at the, back at the old manuals and stuff and it's literally a paragraph of stuff. So, um, it's much easier to say right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and girls. Or sometimes we even shorten it more to just pot and pock. But that is the clearing statement. Practice pot and pocking things. See if it changes anything for you. And yeah. So what else? Oh, I know what else I was wanting to talk about. Um, so I know me for me personally, like it's very funny. And I can tell you the whole story because I was living it. Um, so I started chiropractic school. And I graduated college and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I'd been going to a chiropractor because I wrestled. And so I, I was already into taking care of my body and to, to really looking at listening to my body and and just because it felt better and I wanted to perform as good as I can for for wrestling. And so I was getting ready to graduate and my like I didn't know what I wanted to do and I hadn't really figured it out yet. And my chiropractor was like, well, what are you going to do? And I said, I don't know. Uh, but in undergrad, I, I was biology and, and psychology and cognitive science. So I pretty much had all the prereqs to go to, to um, med school. I just had to, would have had to take the tests, um, You know, the entry, whatever those standardized tests are that I forget. MCAT, there we go. Uh, but I didn't really want to do that. I had already um, knew that it wasn't something for me. Uh, I hadn't had a lot of success previously. Um with, uh, medicine, normalized medicine. They never worked quite well for my body. I was in high school. I was sick, um, for like a year solid, just like, not like bedridden sick, but just like, um, low energy. And then like chronic sinus infections on and off. I was just not that it, like, I still wrestled and was still active and everything, but I just was like mopey and on and off sick and feverish and, you know, had my tonsils removed, had things removed, you know, helped a little bit, but nothing ever quite really stuck. So I was like, I don't want to do medicine, but he's like, why don't you look into the chiropractic school? And I was like, okay, cool. And I went down and I was like, okay, yes, uh, I need to do something. And this was working, felt good. So I was like, yes, let's do it. Um, so I went down there and as I started educating myself more about schools and classes and what I needed to do to actually make myself successful, a lot of the other docs were like, look, chiropractic school will get you to pass your boards, everything, but everything beyond that, like that's on you. Like you need to go to seminars, you need to do things. And I was like, okay. So I started taking seminars and I was already kind of like, like in undergrad, I was interested in really weird things like with the, with the brain and like, like how people would be able to do things or know things or like maybe some psychic stuff, but a lot of it was just like odd phenomenon, you know, like people with perfect recall or someone that would have a stroke and they would be visually blind, but they would still like have this weird proprioceptive awareness where they weren't blind. Um, Like they could sense everything and still clean out their gutters and stuff. Or just weird, like other stuff. So I was, so I started being attracted more towards like things people thought were odd or weird, um, and I started doing all these classes and these things that were about asking the body, and you know learned like, and in, in a course of a year, like when I started chiropractor school, I started taking all these classes, and as the more and more classes I did and everything, I, I kept getting really frustrated because I would be doing these things and they were like, Oh, you haven't learned that yet. You can't do that. Or I'd be asking that and they, they like, they would do, they would be like, no, you have to go to this class to do this. And I'm like, well, okay. Um, and in chiropractic school, which is, um, just a joyful, you know, thing, not really. Um, it's like, learn the information regurgitate the information, move on. Um, All of which is not my idea of education and schooling. I have this weird point of view that I actually enjoy learning and educating myself. I know it's very strange. Um, So the excitement and enthusiasm I usually had for being in school and learning starting to dwindle. And about a year in, I really, I don't know why I was doing this, but I was really frustrated one night and I was like, okay, there has to be something out there. And overall, I don't know where I got this word, but I just had this sense of being really like disempowered, like not listening to, not nurtured not like i was just like and and like really felt like i had to fit this mold and i even though i don't know what the mold was but i had to fit it and i was like okay so i was like one night i was just like okay so something else has to be possible like 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 there has to be something that's interested in changing and empowering people because the other thing that was really interesting to me i realized so many things of these techniques and everything have this dogma Um, although they don't call it a dogma of where like they, what they start with is where you start, even if they found new things that change it. Um, you know, so it's like, like they won't change the entire paradigm around which they sit. They'll just try and alter it slightly and, and teach you the old ways of doing it. And then when you, once you get more advanced, then they just basically change it all. But I was like, why wouldn't you just tell me the simple way first? Why would you make me take the long way to get somewhere when you know a shorter way? Um, All of my frustrations. Anyways, Um, and so I was like, okay, so there has to be something interested in actually empowering people and changing or I'm going to have to create it somehow. And um, so I did that. Little did I know I forgot about this for a while. And then um, I was still working on people and doing things. And someone's, you know, within the thing, the, the stuff I was doing, they're like, oh, well, you can just ask the body. And, you know, even if it's known or unknown, you know, just, just follow what you know and follow the energy. Cause I was already, and the stuff I was doing, they were already talking about that. And I was like, okay, cool. So I started asking the body and I started following the energy. And it was weird. I started touching people's points on their head and uh, points on their feet um, that we usually do for the energy pools with bars and points on, the, on their head that, that were corresponding to bars. And I was like, oh, this is weird, but okay, cool. This is, I'm really clear. Like at that point. I had developed develop enough awareness um, of the body that I was like, I'm not totally sure, but this is, I think this is where I need to be. And so I was just going with it. And then I did this on someone and they're like, oh wow, that's like access bars. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, you need to check out access bars. And I was like, okay, totally forgot about that conversation as well. And then like maybe another three months later after, you know, so maybe this is six months from when I asked the question, I don't, you know, time flies when you have to study for tests and take, take exams and everything else. Um, but I started listening to a bunch of, um, telesummits, you know, where they would have different people on and interview them. And, uh, you know, I got this email in my inbox and it said, listen, the replay of Dr. Dane here. And I was like, oh, what's this? I was like, oh, he's a chiropractor. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'll listen to what what he's doing. Because I always like to listen to, I had the excuse of I would listen to all the chiropractors and what they were doing now after like, you know, with their own techniques or whatever. Um, And so I listened to it. And the only thing I remember is he started talking and he was like, started using the clearing statement and the room started spinning. I was like, what the hell is this? And then he said, everything's opposite appears to me and nothing's opposite appears to me. I was like, what? And for those of you guys who don't know, what's everything's opposite appears to me, nothing's opposite appears to me? Um, well, it's a cra- it, we call it the crazy phrase because you know if you say it to a crazy person, it might make them sane. And if you say it to the sane person, it might make them crazy. Huh? But you can use the crazy phrase for like, especially if you have a monkey mind, if your mind's always running and you can't seem to break it or get it to turn off or you can't seem to fall asleep just try saying everything's opposite appears to me. Nothing's opposite appears to be 50 times and see if it still works. And anecdotal story. I was teaching a bars class that my sister was in and I said this and she's like, I don't believe it. And she was getting her bars on, and she didn't say this out loud, but she was getting her bars on, And she's, she started saying everything is opposite appears to me. Nothing's opposite appears to be in her head. And she was like, you know what happened? Within five minutes, I was totally passed out. And she was passed out. Let me tell you, she was like, Full asleep for like two hours we couldn't wake her up even with nudging or anything gone so try it out see if it works for you everything's everything's opposite appears to me nothing's opposite appears to me um but anyways i was like oh my gosh this is amazing and this is like the first time i quote unquote heard access consciousness at least that it registered in my brain even though i've heard about it at least one time before this sorry gary i heard dane not you but oh well um (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I started doing research and that's where I started. I was like, Oh, I need to get to a class. And so I took my first class and I was, I was just blown away by the tools and the techniques and that it actually works. And usually that's what most people say. And that's what Gary and Dane say. It's about actually things that work. And that's why access is constantly changing and being updated because it likes to move fast. We like to move fast. And yeah. So I was like, oh, I want to do this. The other thing is, I went to my first access class and I was like, I just like that, you know, the facilitator would say something. I was like, they just poked a person's button. You can't say that. And I was like, because, you know, I, if you don't know me, I have a, a problem that's called I'm a proverbial button pusher. Given the chance, I will push the button that says do not push. Why? Because... Um, Yeah, I don't. It's just how it goes. That's, that's what, what goes for it. And I was like, Oh, I want to do this. And you know, so I, I became an access facilitator and have been facilitating access classes since because I like it. It's fun. But anyways, um, what does that have to do with anything? Well, you know, one is it's like the, all that stuff got created from a choice. Like it's ask and receive, you know, I finally was actually willing to ask for something and demanded something of myself and it showed up. So what could you ask and demand of yourself that would actually change your life? Everything that is times a godzillion, we destroy it and create it all. right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and youngs. And again, with the clearing statement, it's like, well, why do we say this? Well, and we ask you to destroy and end create everything. Doesn't allow it. Well, because if you can remove the roadblocks, the like all your your points of views or everywhere you have in your head, you know, like oh, I couldn't have this or I couldn't do this or it's not possible. Well, then it can become possible. Because and this is the other thing that I really one of my favorite things about access. When I heard this, I was like, yes, is your point of view creates your reality. Well, what do I mean? Because well, what do I mean? Or what do they mean? Well, it's your points of view. So if you think something is impossible, you create it as such. If you think you can do something, then you create it as such and you get everyone else to do the same thing that supports your point of view. Why? Cause you're just that powerful. You can do it. Um, and to me, it really made a lot of sense. Cause when I was working on people, when I started working on people in chiropractic school and listening to other people's stories and stuff, I started really wondering, well, why do some people that have, you know, like two people have the same disease or something and one gets better and one doesn't, or one gets better like in two sessions where one, one takes three months or something like that. And it never really made sense. And, and you know, people would have all these reasons and excuses and justifications and all of this stuff, and, you know, well, this technique was better and all of this stuff, which may or may not, you know, have possibilities of shreds of truth to it. But what I realized is, okay, well, the people had different points of views about it. You know, I would work on someone and work on their body and they would just be like, oh yeah, it should change. And they didn't really have a point of view. And their point of view is it should change. And it changed. And then someone else would be like, they do lots of research and they decide that it takes like this amount of time to get over it. And it would take that amount of time to get over it. Is that actually true, or is it just their point of view that creates it? Hmm. So what could you ask for and demand of yourself to change? Or I don't know what I was saying before. So what could you ask for and demand of, of yourself that you haven't been willing to ask for ever before? Everything that is times a godzillion, everything doesn't allow it, will you destroy and create it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and fuck, all nine, shorts, boys, and youngs. So, there you go. And with that, it's time for another break. So, we'll be back in a few minutes.
2: Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
3: What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life?
0: Relationship Are you sure you want one? is a brand new book by Simone Millicis and Brendan Watt.
3: So the difference between this book and probably any other relationship book on the shelf is that it does give you some really different, pragmatic, very confronting tools to create your life in a great relationship or to know that it's okay to be single. It's not wrong.
0: This is not your average relationship book. It's not about love or romance. Instead, it offers powerful questions and pragmatic tools you can use every day to create what you truly desire.
2: A lot of us have way too many expectations of our partners in relationship. What I've learned over the years is when you expect from somebody, they either have to reject you or judge you or separate from you. So getting out of that place is giving you freedom in relationship
0: relationship are you sure you want one on sale now from relationship are you sure you want one com when you're pondering the big
2: questions like is there more than this how can i have a happy relationship what would it take to like my body and how do i make more money where do you go for information and tools check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com accessconsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At AccessConsciousness.com you can also find facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects accessconsciousness.com your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life all of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more build a better business achieve that goal make good on that resolution the Voice America Empowerment Channel it's your world motivate, change, succeed
0: You're tuned in to the Access Consciousness Show. To join in on today's discussion, please call in 1-888-346-9141. That is 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now back to the show.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome or well you're already welcome so we're back we're ready um, and yeah i don't what else would you all like to know about what would you like to hear about what else should we talk about with the with the origin story or whatever i don't i i've already forgotten you know what, what where are we left on Oh, about asking and demanding. See, you ask a question, and then you can get words. Oh, I know that's great. We'll talk about the. See, look at this. I'm just having a great conversation with my health, myself. Thank you, all of you out there who are talking to me. You know, um, you know, in your heads. So, one of the things that I that when I first came to access that really struck me as being so different is, you know, a question empowers, and an answer always disempowers, and. So when you ask a question, you open the door up to a different possibility or open the door up for people to actually see, for the person to actually see what they know. When you give them an answer, you just stick them what someone else has decided is true or real. And so all of the processes within access are questions or about asking questions and about being a question. Well, why? Because questions create possibilities. When you ask a question, it gets you to look from a different space in a different place. And well, what does that mean? Does that mean I have to put a question mark on everything? No, that is not asking a question. Just cause you, you put a question mark on it doesn't make it a question. It's actually, when we're looking at the energy of it, it's, you know, it's an openness to, to see something different or to have a different possibility. And you know, that's why one of the main questions we give people or the starting question, if you will, or one of the first ones is, well, what else is possible? Well, why? Because most of the time we have these fixed points of views and these decisions that we have about how things can look or how they can't look or what can change or that they can't change. Well, what else is possible? And if you actually ask what else is possible with kind of a curiosity and a wonder rather than what else is possible, um, things can change and they can be different and you can have a different possibility in the world. So start asking, Okay, so what else is possible? And you can ask it for for when great things happen and you can ask it for when bad things happen. Another, you know, you could have the best day ever and you can be like, oh, well great, what else is possible? Because remember, your point of view creates your reality. And so if you're like, oh my God, it was the best thing ever. Da, da, da. Well, point of view, best thing ever means you don't get any better. Which brings me to the other question you can ask that's really great is how does it get any better than this? And you can ask it for something bad happens. And when something good happens, you can just keep asking, oh, well, how does it get any better than this? Well, why is the universe responds to a question? It actually helps. It changes things. It shows you a different possibility. It opens more doors to possibilities. And that's why we use questions. And, you know, that was one of the things that I was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. Because I had gotten no questions in chiropractic school or the other techniques and modalities and everything else I was learning. There was no question. There was just do this and do this and do this. And there was kind of question with like asking the body, but then it was still like not really a question because you were like asking the body, but then there had the point of view about, well, everything. It had a point of view and how you had to do things and how you had to go about things, which isn't really a question. If you've already decided how to go about it, you're not asking a question. And so what else is possible? Mm-hmm. So how many fixed points of use do you have in your life that keep you from being a question? Everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate Who, right and wrong, good and bad, and pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And great. Um, well, with that, I don't know what else I was gonna say. I was going to try and say something else, but I, have totally forgotten. It's my brain is white. And so if you're you know, for those of you that have been following access and that's also why the, the clearings and everything change so much is because, well, the energy changes what Gary realized is um, and with all of access, he changes it all because what he realizes is after so many people, you know, go through clearings or give up limitations, it no longer reads, well, what it, or reads, what does it mean? Well, it no longer has charge. Like it's no longer a relevant topic because so many people have chosen to change it that it kind of evaporates out of reality or, or most people's reality. And so Gary talks about is when he does, when he has these clearings that we've been doing and he doesn't, they don't read on 80% of the people, he takes them out of circulation of the classes and adds in new things. Well, why? Because it's kind of, you know, like it's not like you just chose one messed up thing. You chose multiple messed up things. And then you piled your multiple messed up things on other multiple messed up things. And then you put all that in the closet and then you lock that away. And then you're like, look, my room is clean. And then you've managed to pour more things and things. And so as, as you clear certain things, stuff stuff opens up and changes. Ooh. and then as you rearrange stuff you all of a sudden it's like oh wait there's all this crap over here too you know it's it's very funny i was just recently cleaning a house and i cleaned it and it was very dirty and then as i cleaned it and it was cleaner i started knowing noticing other things that were dirty but i didn't notice them the first time i cleaned it because my attention was taken to where other dirty things were very strange i know right um so, uh, I don't know what else. So how many fixed points of views do you have that keep you from being questioned or ever asking a question? Everything that is times a Godzilla we destroy and uncreate it all. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shirts, boys and beyonds. So, how many fixed points of views do you have that keep you from being a question or ever asking a question? Because at one time you actually asked a question, you got totally rejected, and now you're never going to ask for anything ever again. Everything that is times a Godzilla, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Ooh, right and wrong, good and bad, pod and pock, all nine shirts, boys, and yachts. so how many fixed points of views do you have that are keeping you from being a question or ever asking a question because the one time you asked a question you didn't get what you wanted and then you're so upset still that you're never going to ask anything ever again your whole life so yeah there you go you get to make them wrong so everything that is times a gazillion Will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pun and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and meows. You know, because it's great that you can be miserable and use your misery to make other people wrong because they made you wrong and now you can make them more wrong. But with being miserable, because that's way better than you choosing something different and being happy. Everything that is, times a Godzilla, and will you destroy and uncreate it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pun and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and meows. By the way, it's much more fun... To torture people by being happy, than by making yourself so depressed and miserable that it tortures them. Because guess who else gets tortured by you being depressed and miserable? You. You don't get tortured by being happy. Nope. Mm-mm. It's just everyone else, because you're obnoxious when you're happy, and they're not happy, and they get mad that you're happy. So everything doesn't allow you to actually get over yourself, and over being pissed off at other people, or upset and trying to. To make yourself, make them wrong by making you so wrong and depressed and pathetic that it makes them feel bad and shows them how wrong they were to upset, to offend you in the first place. Rather than you just getting over it and getting happy, will you destroy and create it all? Right and wrong, good and bad, pun and pock, all nine shirts, boys and meons. Ooh. Jeez, Wait, where did my chat go? There we go. I was like, it's almost closing time. And I was correct. Um, so everyone, if you want more information about Access Consciousness, you can go to accessconsciousness.com. Obviously, there's loads of stuff. Um, and a lot, there's lots of classes and telecalls and stuff coming up online, um, as most of it's still you know, socially distanced. Um, what else do I have? And if you want to check out me, you can check out andrewgardella.com or accessconsciouscom slash Andrew There you go. Uh, and I do have, in September, I'm very excited. We're doing the foundation class, which is like, you know, if you take an access bar, you can move on to the foundation, which is a four-day class that I was talking about where the room started spinning. And I was not quite sure what happened. I just knew I got way happier after the four days. And... Yeah, it's a very strange class, but from that class, I got all the tools to change really everything. And I mean, looking back on it, I still use all those tools today. I just actually use them. Whereas before I thought they didn't work and I was incorrect. I owe Gary some money because I thought he was incorrect, but I was. Um, but anyways, I'm doing a class with my friend, Grace Douglas, also another amazing facilitator. And it's going to be in person in New York possibly you know we're depending on in upstate new york or um, and or online i was like or online or like and it's going to be online for sure so if you want to join in online and you have an access bars you can check that out it's on my schedule and if you don't then you don't have to so there um and we'll be back next week And again, if you guys want me to talk about certain things, you can write VA at va.accessconsciousness.com and you can ask me questions or topic suggestions and stuff like that. Well, there you go. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And that's our show. So bye. See you next week.
0: We appreciate you joining us this week for the Access Consciousness show on Voice America. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website, accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern time for another edition of our show with Dr. Andrew Gardella. Until next time, have way more fun than you're supposed to.
2: Welcome to